NATO advisor George Stephanopoulos that, following the loss of Congress in 1994, Bill Clinton became a liberal turncoat. Nor do I subscribe to the President's own version of his presidency in his memoirs as a problem merely of communication with the public. Rather, I see his first term in office as an object lesson, an archetypal example of how not to conduct the presidency of the United States, followed by an extraordinary learning curve in which the young man from Hope, or better said, Hot Springs, faced up to his mistakes and refashioned himself as the undisputed leader of his country, at home and abroad. Aided by a new and effective chief of staff, his performance, from the Oklahoma City bombing to the bombing of the Serbs, the imposition of a peace in Bosnia that has held to the present day, and the bitter struggle to counter Newt Gingrich's shutdown of the US government, became possibly the greatest example of self-reinvention as president in office in modern times, and, as such, contrasts vividly with its polar opposite, the promising start but disastrous performance of his successor, the 43rd president in the White House. At a time when the Bush administration has lost its way, internationally and domestically, it is, in my view, all the more important to look afresh at the experience of Bill Clinton in his first term of office before another Democrat is elected president. The world has changed a great deal since November 1992, when Governor Bill Clinton triumphed over President George H.W. Bush at the polls. Yet the challenges of presidential leadership remain the same, from the importance of the transition to the staffing and running of the White House in the first months of a new administration, and the tackling of domestic and international issues thereafter. Charting in the context of Bill Clinton's character, the vicissitudes and disasters of his early presidency, followed by his belated epiphany when all seemed lost and he was widely seen as a lame duck, seems to me a very important journey to reconstruct. Once Bill Clinton finally figured out the way to be president as a Democrat, he became unbeatable, and thereafter he led his country not only into the longest sustained economic boom in its entire annals, but set Americans standing in the world higher than it has ever been since. Much of the above became obscured, sadly, by the Lewinsky scandal and the impeachment of President Clinton later in his second term. It was for that reason, among others, that I felt it vital to separate Bill Clinton's first term from his second, when the dogs of fanatical republicanism finally brought a popularly elected serving president to the edge of resignation, with grave implications for America's role as a world leader. Indeed, paved the way, as they had prayed, for a Republican incumbent who they dreamed would do better, be a more muscular, more ideological figure, less concerned with public opinion and America's standing in the outside world. Well, that alternative approach to leadership has been tried and found deeply, deeply wanting. Every president of the United States is the subject of retrospective judgment and assessment, this is mine, as Clinton's first full-scale biographer. I hope this account of Bill Clinton's epic first term as president will find favour, if not among all readers, then at least among those who favour a change in direction in American governance today. Most of all, however, I hope it will be read for what it is, the life story of one of the most extraordinary figures of our time. The Freshman Chapter 1 Inauguration Driven from Monticello in a simple bus bearing the registration Hope One, 
President-elect William Jefferson Clinton and Mrs. Clinton arrived at the Lincoln Memorial, Washington, D.C., at 3 p.m. on the afternoon of January 17, 1993, where they were welcomed by a Quincy Jones-produced musical event held before 400,000 supporters. After 12 years of Republican presidential rule, there was palpable excitement on the Mall as the vast outdoor extravaganza began in bright winter sunshine, starring Diana Ross, Michael Jackson and Bob Dylan. Here, at the feet of Mr Lincoln, let us renew our pledge to the reunion of America in our time, a union not just in law but in fact, a union not simply physical but also spiritual, Clinton implored at the climax. Let us build an American home for the 21st century where everyone has a place at the table and not a single child is left behind. Thereafter, like the pie...